Hey guys, we're As Is Millennials. And our aim is to be as he is in this world. Thanks for joining us. Hey guys, I'm Taylor. And I'm Whitney. And we're back with another episode of As Is. So if you guys have been tuning in, you know that we are doing a series on abide, um, what it means to abide in Jesus Christ. So throughout while we were prepping and planning for this, we wanted to, you know, hear from some of you guys. So over the next several episodes, you'll hear some of our listeners give their uh, point of view on what it means to abide in Jesus Christ. Abiding in God to me means to wait on God expectantly and defiantly. For me, abide means to remain. It means to be kept secure in the presence of Holy Spirit. And that place is where I'm safe. It's where I'm made whole. My thoughts and my actions are pure. It's when I intentionally abide in Him And that's where I'm safe. I'm free. I'm forgiven. Because I'm engulfed in him. I'm abiding in him. And so everything is good. So to abide, um, to me, it means to dwell. It's not like a place just um, you go visit, but it's a permanent place. Um, To abide in Jesus Christ is to abide in that permanent place, like where no one or nothing can pull you away from. Um, to abide in Jesus Christ is to hide in him. So no, like no matter what comes up against you, you stay hidden in him. Uh, prayer, worship, his word, wherever he is, that's where I am. I'm really glad that we're doing this Abide series. I remember when we were first talking about it, um, how excited we both got. Yeah. And, um, and then you had the great idea of asking some of our listeners to, you know, participate in this and tell us what they think it means, you know, or what mm-hmm. it means to them to abide. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's really great hearing um, this topic discussed just from some different, um, different people, different ex- experiences. You know, some of our listeners have had um, with the Lord as it relates to abiding. So I'm just grateful to just continue to delve into this topic. Um, excited to hear more of the feedback and the responses we got yeah. um, about this, because I think this is just a very uh, important and significant conversation to have yes. right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, very important. It's It's really interesting to just see, you know, since it happened this way with us, I know we talked on the last one. Sometimes we don't really know maybe why we're going a particular way yeah. with a topic um, for the show or whatever. But I am finding, even since we came together the last time, mm-hmm. um, that perhaps, you know, as I'm talking about abiding, I'm also uh, <clears throat> learning mm-hmm. to abide. Yeah. Um, and one of the big takeaways I have so far is how much abiding requires a losing of myself. Mm, that's good. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, hmm, you have to let go. I have to let go of a lot of, you know, who and what I think I am yeah. in order to abide in who Jesus is, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. I agree. Having to more or less die to yourself, again, Mm -hmm. like we talked about before, um, to become alive in him. So having to, I think we talked about this a little bit, but that separation, separating from your old self and then 
becoming who he is, who he needs you to be, and really learning to settle and live in him, Mm -hmm. to rest in him. So the more that I separate from myself, the more I can rest inside of him. But in order to separate from myself, I then have to die. So there's an untethering as I tether to, like an untethering to the old as I tether to who he is. Again, the old man, the new man. Um, as I begin to rest inside of the the new man he has created, that is hid inside of him, inside of Christ Jesus. So um, again, like you said, learning, I'm experiencing a lot of the same thing, learning what it truly means to abide mm-hmm. in him and what it takes to get the fruit of abiding, yeah. the reproductive portion of what happens when you live there, when you settle there, mm-hmm. um, settling and resting in in him i love with some of the recordings that you guys heard um as well kind of touch on that ability to settle in to rest in and to vehemently be there yeah right? no yeah. holds bar yeah like no matter what i'm clinging to him no yes. matter what i will uh feverishly run after settling inside of him so it's almost like i have to to fight fight my old self so that it keeps me from moving outside of it, but mm-hmm. then also learning to rest. So you're fighting to rest in him yeah, because I have yeah. to remove, fight my old self to be removed from there. But then I also have to submit and allow him to have all of the control mm-hmm. and trust him. So abiding in him takes a lot of trust yes. and settlement. Yes. And I remember when we talked about uh, trust uh- <laughs> In our last season, that has not uh, been easily forgotten at all. Yeah. And definitely still getting a lesson in that even now. Like you just said, abiding does require a lot of trust because, you know, um, we are striving to abide Mm -hmm. in someone that we can't see. Yeah. And, um, And in doing that, I just love how even when we were talking, you know, earlier, about how knowing him is, as we've been talking about throughout the whole show, but knowing him is so important and is so key. And abiding in him in order to stay in a, to stay in a place where we're abiding in him, it really is important to know him because when nothing else makes sense, as yeah. you were sharing er- yeah. earlier, knowing him is what keeps you and what keeps you steadfast and what keeps you in that place, keeps you in him. Mm-hmm. Um, it keeps you there willingly yes. because when you're going through a lot and then, but you can begin to think about who God is yes. and you begin to focus on him. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've talked about this mm-hmm. even, I remember in last season, but when we can begin to say and to think on these things, think mm-hmm. on the man, Christ Jesus, yes. how that can help you get out of whatever space that you're in. But abiding him does require trust and it, it does, does require knowing him. And, and I love that aspect of um, the untethering to be tethered. Mm-hmm. That is powerful. Yeah. Because with that, yeah, you can definitely feel like you're losing yourself. You're yeah. getting lost in the sauce. But really, that's the that's whole the point. That's the, like, point. that's the whole yeah. point. And yes, you'll feel crazy and all the things. But being untethered from your old man mm-hmm. to get tethered to the new man that is in Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. that is... It's powerful. And yeah, and I'm just saying, yeah, you mm-hmm. really can't feel like you're losing it. <laughs> exactly. Okay, you can because it causes you to um, remove from the old spaces of com- like what you've seen as comfort, right? Yeah. Where you used to dwell, what was comfortable to you. And his space has to be comfortable to you mm-hmm. where he is, where he, um, what 
where settling in him has to be uh, the new space of comfort. <clears throat> and it takes work to do that. Um, it takes work to decide that no matter what comes my way, I will not uncling to him. I will cling to him from now for until forevermore. Mm-hmm. And then what uh, what comes out of that? Like we talked about last time, the the fruit that it yeah, produces. The fruit. Again, I can't bear that fruit without being attached to him. I just can't. Exactly. And then recognizing that when my fruit doesn't look like him, then I have to check, you know, where I'm where I'm settled, where yeah. I'm where I'm rooted, where I'm living. So I do appreciate the awareness that okay, in order to be alive dwelling in him, I have to die to the old man. Yeah, um, into that old powerful. space. Yeah. And like you said to um abide in him is also producing the fruit, which we see in John 15, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, there Jesus talks a lot about us abiding in him and mm-hmm. him abiding in us. Mm-hmm. Um, and apart from him, we do nothing. He yeah. talks about, you know, we bear we bear the fruit. We bear much fruit when mm-hmm. we are abiding in him and he's abiding in us. That is... Um, that has to be the case, especially especially for us to bear the fruit that he actually wants. Yeah, I remember um, hearing a minister. This was some years ago. I think mm-hmm. my dad he was listening to some. It was some show. This minister mm-hmm. was on, but I remember him saying, and I think I may have been passing by or whatever, passing mm-hmm. through the living room or whatever. And um, I remember him saying, you know, he was talking about that scripture, John fifteen five. You know, mm-hmm. apart from the Lord. You do nothing. He said, you do something, but God calls it nothing. Mm. And I was like, wow, like that has always oh, like stuck. Good. Yeah, that yeah. has like always stuck with me. So abiding in the Lord and him abiding in you, um, that is definitely required for us to even then produce the fruit that he actually wants yeah. and fruit that he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is that fruit? Mm-hmm. You know, Um so yeah, I just just remembered that. That's really good. I like that because in certain spaces in life, sometimes we don't realize how apart from him we are. And then yeah. we're trying to figure out why it is that he keeps pruning and purging these poor places of our lives or poor places of reproduction because we think it's something. And to him, he's like, but I can't use that Yeah. Um, because we get too involved. That's why death to self is so important because yes. there's so much of us that then begins to come out of the fruit we produce. And he's like, but there's too much of you. I need mm-hmm. you to decrease so that I can increase. Absolutely. And that is a choice. Absolutely. That is an active choice. Yes. He gives us that choice. He's like, how much of yourself are you going to remove um, or allow me to remove, allow me to purge mm-hmm. so that I too can, so that you can dwell in me and I in you. And then we, I can produce what I need out of you. Oh, what good. I love when we're looking at John 15, I love the verse, was it seven? It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what ye will and it shall be done to you. Mm-hmm. So really connecting that space of recognizing when you do abide in him, hit your, what, his will becomes your will. So mm-hmm. the very things that you would desire or the very things that you would seek after, the very things that you would um, uh, basically create uh, your thought process, the way that you live become his will. It becomes inside his will. So it has nothing to do with the fact that just because I dwell here, just because I live here, I find this as a dwelling space that I then suddenly get everything that I want. No, when I literally have, per- when I become, uh, when I begin to perfect or mature in abiding in him, then what I want, the depths of what I want, what I desire yes. are is what he desires. Absolutely. It's not so much that he just gives me whatever I want. I want what he wants. Exactly. And, and at all also let you know that abiding require is a um is is relational 
when you live, when you abide in Christ, it is relational. So there is an ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. There is a love that is exchanged. So you then desire and take pleasure in what he wants and what he wills. Mm-hmm. And that therefore becomes what you um, would, would work to reproduce. Yes, that is powerful. That is really good because that does make me think about well, Psalm 37 about mm-hmm. delighting yes. in the Lord. Yeah. And like we talked about um, in our in the last episode, mm-hmm. you know, in order to abide in the Lord, you have to like him. Mm-hmm. And so if you look at the word delight just from a just from just on the surface, it mm-hmm. means to take pleasure in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you take pleasure in him, mm-hmm. of course it is then easier to abide in him because mm-hmm. you actually like him. You take pleasure in him. Um and the and the scripture Psalm thirty seven four says, "Delight thyself also in the Lord, and He shall give thee the desires of thine heart." Mm-hmm. And like you were just saying, that doesn't necessarily mean God is going to give you everything that you want, mm-hmm. but you have to submit your wants and your yeah. desires yeah. to Him and to what He wants, so that you're producing again mm-hmm. what His will. You're yeah. producing His will and producing that which He wants and desires. Mm-hmm. Um, abiding is sacrificial yes you have to lay down you yep you know it is a losing of self Mm -hmm. so abiding in him delighting in him he gives you what to desire yeah he gives you what what to want he gives you even what to will because all of these things as you find yourself being just you know, just melted into him. Yeah. And you and you and him, like you said, it's relational. Yes. You and him truly becoming that one, then his desires, his mind, his thoughts, his will, his emotions, his, you know, mm-hmm. what he wants becomes mm-hmm. yours. Mm. And that's why I love the scripture, um, Acts 17, 28. Yeah. Um, for in him we live and move and have our being. But if we're talking about I abide in him, he abides in me. Well, that that means then, mm-hmm. well, in me, he lives and moves mm-hmm. and has his being. Yeah. But have I made myself available to him in that way? Ooh, that's good. Have I yielded to him for him to have that space in me mm-hmm. to live, to move and have his being? Mm-hmm. You know, this is a, this is a relational, this is yeah. a two way thing. This is, uh, like you said, an ebb and flow. This is mm-hmm. me and you know, it's mm-hmm. it's not just a one sided thing. Exactly. And so to abide, like we were even when we talked about relationships in the last one, mm-hmm. relationships are sacrificial. Yeah. Abiding is sacrificial. Yeah. He sacrificed much to even give us the opportunity to be able to, to abide, abide in him. him. Oh, that's good. So what are we willing to lay down? Mm-hmm. And recognizing that in that space of laying down, it's not um, they're not moments because we can have moments where we surrender so much and we're yeah. like, okay, God, I, you know, I lay my life uh, to you. I give up myself. I, you know, submit to you. I abide in you, you and me, so on and so forth. But it's the continuation. That's where that dwelling comes in. Yes. It's continual. And even when we think, uh, even going back to some of the um, rec- uh, the sound bites that you guys heard earlier, a lot of the focus was remaining, continually yes. remaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I love one of them, one of the uh, statements were made that talked about permanently and defiantly, expectantly and defiantly. Yes. I appreciated that, that because you dwell with expectation that he will do what he said and he will yes. be who he is and defiantly. So that means you will always wrestle yourself to remain in that space. Yes. That's beautiful. Oh, that's good. Recognizing that to dwell long term in here, you literally have to, that's that buffeting daily, yeah. fighting yourself to remain there. Mm-hmm. Always expecting that when I do this, what he says will come to come 
come to pass, but I will defy myself at all odds mm-hmm. to make sure that I am not moved from this place. And I oh, appreciate good. that yeah. because you have to desire, you have to love, you have to want, you have to run after beyond your own fleshly desire, which is why you have to die. You do have to die to your flesh yeah. in order to live to abide in Christ. Yes. So I appreciated that, which goes to um, a couple of the definitions. <laughs> One of the definitions I'll say, mm-hmm. I'll go to... <laughs> Um, but in to abide means to remain or to continue. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that one. You can say oh, one me. of your, um, <laughs> let's see. I'm going to stick to one. <clears throat> I know since I was the rule, let's see. <laughs> oh my goodness. To wait or to, oh, well, here's one to bear patiently mm. tolerate. Mm. Nice. Yes. Oh, I like that. That's good. Hmm. Because then that causes you to think about when you're waiting, mm-hmm. but then also abiding by the standards of the statutes of, which we yes. talked about in the last episode. Oh, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. So tolerating mm-hmm. even those things. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the standard that the Lord has set. Exactly. The standard of his standard, his righteousness. So mm-hmm. continually fighting to to uphold those standards in your life and in everything that you do, what you reproduce, how you react, how you speak, how you move, what causes you to move and what causes you not to move, which also means sometimes fighting to remain, to keep your peace, to remain in him, mm-hmm. not getting caught up in what we see temporally around, uh, around us. Um, because that going back to what we talked about a little bit about what it takes to, when you are abiding and focusing on him, really lifting him up so that you can stay in that space. recognizing that you have to fight your own ability to get caught up in what's around you temporally so that you can remain, keep your peace and remain dwelling in him. Yes. And that's the thing too, about having peace. It's a, it's an, it requires action. Mm -hmm. So as scripture says, it's in two places where it talks about seek peace and pursue it. Mm. Peace doesn't just fall into your lap just because. Yeah. You have to seek peace and pursue it. And there are times that you have to fight to maintain it. So that means shutting certain things down in your environment Mm -hmm. so that you maintain peace. Who is Jesus Christ? Yes, exactly. Um, So, yeah, it's good. Um, Just to add in one more definition. I know I'll have to break the rules. But what Mm -hmm. you said Mm -hmm. spurred. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) listen, what you said spurred Mm -hmm. this uh, definition here. Um, Another definition to abide is to continue permanently in a state or to be firm and immovable. So like you said, fighting, wrestling. um, And so being firm to stick into that dwelling place. See, it was worth the extra, the one extra definition. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is you literally having to fight to be immovable, to not coming out of that space. And that was one of the um, one of one of the entries talked about that. Yeah, being so so attached to him, being so cl- so um, clinging to him so hard that nothing can come in and shake that. Nothing can come in and move that, yeah. and it causes you to remember why you remain and to remain. You know, period. Mm-hmm. Not moving. Yeah, nothing's coming along. Like it's not going to stop you. It's just. It is what it is. Right. And I love that because it also just makes me think back to uh, Joshua. And I may have talked about this before, mm-hmm. but it talks about cleaving to the Lord. Yes. I believe it was Joshua, ooh, Joshua 23, perhaps. But um, I, you know, I think I have, like I said, I think I have talked about that mm-hmm. here on the show mm-hmm, before, mm-hmm. but I really just love that definition of cleave. Um 
because it also means to impinge and it means you you hold on so tight mm-hmm. when you remove your hand the imprint, the imprint yes. of your hand or where your hand mm-hmm. had been is mm-hmm. still there mm-hmm. and that's how you know immovable we have to be when yes. it comes to um choosing to abide mm-hmm. when it comes to dwelling in and with the lord mm-hmm. um and also again just giving him the the space to dwell and abide in us um but that's a really i like the mm-hmm. definition i appreciate that because it's it gives a kind of uh the connotation that comes with that is that especially with the cleaving is that there's no separation there's like yeah. one where one ends the, the other like you can't see where one ends and another begins mm-hmm. which is why when you do separate the two you can see the the mark of the indention of or mm-hmm. the effects of the separation so being in a space where i can abide in him so much so that i don't just um have a seat there but that I live like I am engulfed in in that space. Yes. And so I'm completely overtaken and overshadowed, which again, that's the adoption, right? That's salvation because yes. when God sees his son, when he looks onto us, he sees his son. Yes. He sees himself. Yes. He can literally see um just him and not all that we necessarily come with because that's who he names us by. Hmm. That's so good hmm. because it also just gave a picture to Psalm ninety one one. Yes, he that dwells in the secret place shall abide under the, the shadow, shadow of, of the, the Almighty. Almighty. Oh, yes. that's so good! <laughs> I see what you did there. Did that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is so oh. good mm-hmm. because, like you said, oh man, that's really good. Hmm. And I appreciate that too because when we're out here fighting this, the the day to day battle of the lives that we live mm-hmm. with the unseen realm recognize when you are hid in him mm-hmm. when they look on to you mm-hmm. that is what we see yeah they should see mm-hmm. him exactly to the point where they don't know if they're dealing with you or, or dealing him. with him exactly and, and i appreciate that yeah that's powerful i'll be like you know what let me put my armor all the way on exactly dwelling in him yes mm-hmm. he shall abide under the shadow of the almighty yes under mm-hmm. his shadow mm-hmm. hmm that's why you can be your shield and your buckler yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's, that's good. good. Mm-hmm. That is really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. But it does, when you begin to look at the word that way, it does begin to start to recalibrate your mind yeah. when you're dealing with your day to day. So if I know that, if I can rest in that, then when I wake up with the onslaught of day to day life, and we talk about this all the time, because the goal with this show is to really give a practical application yeah. to what you're either walking through, what the word says, those kind of things. So that as you're walking through, you can practically put on the word to where you are. Yeah. So when we go with the get, dealing with your day to day life, the day to day ins and outs, recognizing that when you're facing something thing you're not just facing it in your like in your everyday just your temporal with your temporal self Mm -hmm. you are facing it beyond just today um and beyond even just tomorrow so you have the tools the tools that god has given you the tools that you gain through abiding in him give you the weaponry to to win the to gain victory or win the fight beyond just this moment right and so then you can also see beyond just this moment so your solutions go beyond just this moment yeah um, and it's a difficult space to be in because it takes the maturity and it also takes a zeroed insight, a focused sight. You literally have to have a dove eye to what God wants and mm-hmm. needs, mm-hmm. single eye view, if you will. Um, but when you're there, it does allow you to move through life without being so moved and anchored to what's happening right here and right now. Exactly. And that's so important. That's the biggest thing 
um, that we have to be able to grab a hold to when we are talking about even this conversation with abiding or just a conversation in becoming like him or becoming him is to know that we are not tethered to this moment. We're not tethered to this moment in time. We're not tethered to this day. We're not tethered to, tethered to our date, our ins and outs, our movings. We are tethered to his plan and his purpose right. fully and completely. Right. And so looking to gain um, a better view of that should be our quest and our goal. And I can get that if I learn to settle in him um, and allow him to settle in me. The more that I fight that, the harder it is for me to grasp where I am. Yeah. And that's what I think I'm learning. And we were talking about this earlier, just learning that as we are gaining in a better understanding of what it looks like to abide, I am forced to settle myself inside of him. I'm forced to recalibrate my eyesight. I'm forced to come outside of what I know um, or what I lean on or come outside of what may, maybe feels like unsure to focus on what is. And what is, is Jesus Christ. He is the author and finisher of my yes. faith. He is yeah. the alpha and the omega. Mm -hmm. He is great. He is marvelous. He is a he is a mighty king, a sovereign king. And when I can focus on who he is, yes. then I can begin to understand where I am and where I'm going. Uh -huh.